video running audio running so i guess it's properly the proper way to start is welcome back everybody to another episode of cuatro cuatro dos um hopefully if you're just listening i would uh highly recommend for you to go um watch at least five to ten seconds of the video just to see uh how funny i look uh i'm wearing the only piece of uh, I guess I guess it's considered clothing, clothing, right? A uh, scarf is considered clothing. So I'm wearing the only piece of clothing that I own that is NWSL uh, slash Houston related. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have anything Dash related, um, and that's my bad. But you know, it's it's a new year, so uh, well, I mean, we're almost done with this year. But uh, let, before I get into all that, and I and I'll give my explanation of why I'm wearing what I'm wearing and where I'm wearing it. Uh, let me just give you the social media for the podcast. It's Cuatro Cuatro Dos, Q-U-A-T-T-R-O, Q-U-A-T-T-R-O, D-O-S. And you can find, the, of course, the podcast and all the podcasting uh, sites. And you can also find it under dynamotheory.com. And then you can find the podcast page on Instagram. And you can also find the YouTube channel, of course. And you can see all the all the videos for this and then uh, all the interviews that I've done. And I'm still trying to get into do the kit series. Uh, hopefully, if whenever I settle in into my new job, I'm able to get more free time and I'll be able to do those. Uh, but for now, you know, we're just sticking to the, to the online stuff. Um, and you can find me, of course, uh, Chris Butalias, uh, C-R-I-S-P-U-T-A-L-L-A-Z, on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I want to just say that uh, I have posted a, uh, a tweet on Twitter, and they got, and they got liked by Visali, uh, Houston Dash player, and by the coach, Coach James Clarkson. So I think, um, I think I made it. I think I can retire now from the Twitterverse because um, I think I'm famous now, right? Is that Does that consider... Is that can I can be considered famous if two people that I guess not look up to but you know that I support and follow like my stuff or do they have to follow me back? But I don't know. But just in case, Coach Clarkson, Visali, and tell you all your lady friends at the dash, follow follow your boy. Um, I know you probably have better things to do, but you know I, I guess a boy can dream, right? Um, but yeah, the stuff that I'm wearing right now, like I said, is the only scarf that I have that is NWSO related. And it was actually from the 2016 championship that was played here in Houston. Um, the, honestly, I don't even know who won, but it doesn't matter because you know why the, the, the Challenge Cup was won by the Houston Dash. So there's actually going to be a party going on this Thursday. You should be listening to this on Wednesday. So tomorrow, Thursday... There's going to be a huge party between 5 and 6.30 p.m. at BBVA uh, Stadium. I was about to say Compass, but they're not Compass anymore. Um, there's going to be a drive through celebration. So if you go check that out, uh, it's going to be cool to celebrate the ladies. Um, and also, another reason why I'm wearing that scarf like this is because your boy's getting a little bit chunky. And, you know, in the shirt that I'm wearing is not... It's a pretty badass shirt, not going to lie. Let's see if you can see it. It says Houston, but let's just say that the the body of your boy is not uh is not up to up to par. Um, I told myself I was gonna run uh, twenty five miles this month and I was gonna bike a hundred, uh, but your boy got lazy and I think I only biked like fifty to sixty miles. 
Awesome, which is not bad, you know, 60 miles on a bike for a non-biker, I think is good, but I ran zero miles, so yeah, I sucked at that, but you know, a new month is coming up, and I'm not going to give myself any numbers, because then I can't keep them, um, so yeah, that's a rule number one that I've learned, don't put it out there on social media, because people can hold you accountable for those things, uh, so that I will keep personal to myself, um, but yeah, scarf is coming down so let's go ahead and cover the the fatty mike fatty over here but it is what it is let's get going um i have a lot actually a lot to talk to but i'm gonna try to stick to two tops three different things um i don't want to get i don't want to uh, give you guys a lot of stuff so i've i was given some advice uh from fellow uh listeners i guess um and they told me to kind of keep it you know one to two uh, topics, you know, max, so because I tend to go everywhere, and also that would give me uh, enough time to actually go into depth into some of the things that that I want to talk about. Because you know, as you've been listening by now, I tend to talk a lot, so you know, it kind of keeps it keeps it in a good amount of time that I can actually talk a lot about the stuff that I want to talk about, and also you know, kind of I'm not running everywhere. But uh, before I go into anything. Let's go ahead and talk about this new championship that the city of Houston has. Of course, as you might know by now, 442 is basically uh, a podcast, obviously, that you're listening to, of course. But I wanted to dedicate, like, the soccer culture here in Houston. And what is more Houston than the Houston Dash right now? They are the NWSL Challenge Cup champions. Um, First championship, first time making it into a knockout round. Um, it was great. They played great soccer. Um, started off with a 3-3, and everybody thought, you know, mm, it's going to be a little bit shaky. But, you know, we had to trust the, pro- the process, I guess. Um, I was fortunate enough to talk to two people that knew about the, the Dash a lot more than I did. And they gave me a lot of confidence in, in this team. Uh, talked to Haley. Uh, she's with actually the Dash podcast. And she knew a whole bunch about this team, about the players, about soccer in general. And then I also talked to, um, dude, I'm terrible with names. Uh, But her name is Sarah. There you go. I remembered. Sarah, who is actually one of the founders of uh, Bayou City Republic. I don't know why I did this, but is this. Bayou City Republic, um, which is the official, I guess, so we can say that, right? The official supporter groups of the Houston Dash. You're going to see them in every Dash games. And I'm pretty sure you're going to be able to see them this Thursday. Don't forget, tomorrow, Thursday, go celebrate with the Houston Dash over there at BBVA Stadium. Um, so I talked to them about this team, about all the players that were coming in, all the some of the players that left, uh, what we were looking uh what we we were gonna look like kind of going into this to this tournament you know it was a new team with a lot of, uh, with a lot of new players that were coming in and they responded very very well um oyster Mewis, um and groom were some some of them that came in from these trades and stuff like that uh and they i mean perfect trades right um, but I had some names, and I had so I gave I put I put myself some names that I could that I could um, not think of, but they stood out to me, 
in this tournament and I'm pretty sure it's going to be all the ones that you may know and I apologize if I don't name all the other ladies because obviously this is a team effort right um, but here I actually pulled up a list of all the players because um, I don't want I don't want to leave anybody behind um, so I pulled up the list but let me just talk let me just give you the one word adjective that I put for for these specific ones that I could kind of remember and that I could think of. I promise that, you know, I'm, I told Haley and I told Sarah that this year was the year that I was going to, you know, one of my, uh, I guess, 2020 resolutions was to follow women's soccer a little bit more. And obviously, with this, yeah, I made a, a, a great fan out of me. Um, but, you know, these are some of the names that kind of stood out to me and that were kind of a little bit more known than the others. Um, and that this tournament, they killed it. So let's just go ahead and start. I'm going to give you, of course, Daily, Rachel Daly. Um, she was a freaking beast. That's what I put down, beast. I don't know if that's an adjective, but in this instance, uh, we'll put it down as an adjective. Um, let me see here. Dash roster. Just so we can name everybody because I think everybody deserves to be named in this team, right? Um so yeah, Rachel Daly, what a beast. Golden boot, three goals, right? Three goals. Um, an MVP of the tournament. Like literally a difference maker in this team. Um, every game that she played, played with freaking heart and soul and literally fought every ball. And like you can see how much of a difference she made in this team. Like she literally, um, not only as a captain, like she was a great captain of the team because you know she was being the one motivating all the all the girls um and like just basically putting her heart out so they can go out there and fight with her and i think they they were able to build that trust that commitment for each other and be able to fight like it was a, it was a really good uh thing to to watch uh, you know whenever she would give those circle speeches you know this is our circle our circle will not break like it freaking it would give me chills um but yeah rachel daly i think very well deserved to get MVP uh, because she made a difference. She was literally the most valuable player in any team. Uh, Jane Campbell, the second captain or the co-captain, I guess we can say. I mean, the, I mean, she was literally the reason why we made it into uh, the semifinal, right? She and the yeah, because I didn't watch the semifinal game. I was at work, so I was able to watch the quarterfinal and the final, of course. Uh, but literally stopping two penalties, one of them hit the post. Uh, but, you know, in the first game, she looked very shaky. You know, not criticizing, but also we got to learn from our mistakes. Um, she, um, well, I mean, I think, you know, talking to, to Edson from Down in the Valley, sorry to bring you down under this bus with me. But uh, we talked about how, uh, you know, Jane, at that 3-3 game, she had a poor, um, she made like a poor decision when setting up her wall. Uh, and that kind of led into those, um, and also that third goal was kind of shaky. It was kind of it was a weird ball, but you know she redeemed herself in that game in the quarterfinal when she stopped, you know all those those penalties. Not only that, but she was a freaking wall. Like she had some really really good saves in this whole tournament. So you know Jane Jane Campbell, I just wrote down wall. Like I said, it's probably not an adjective, but now it is right. Uh, Mewis, uh, Mewis. Freaking, I put killer, because literally she is. I mean, I don't. I don't want to compare, but she is like a, the Ellis of the dash, I guess, 
or I, I mean honestly I guess we can just say Ellis is the Mewish <laughs> of the Dynamo because to be honest she is obviously the most successful one out of them two right um, Mewish uh, in the final I mean not only in the final but the final you saw her uh, I guess shine more just because she was able to draw the penalty but I mean she freaking fought like the whole tournament like you can see her fighting down that left flank and just you know just fighting for every ball and putting the, putting all those uh, crosses and, and stuff like that. And I wrote down for Mewis, killer. And she was uh, I saw all those videos saying that, you know, I've never won anything, which is surprising because knowing her skill, you're like, man, like, is it really that you were in so many shitty teams? Uh, but I'm glad she was able to fit in this team really well. And I'm glad that she was able to finally win something. And I think she got a, well, a very well-deserved party. Uh, we saw the pictures, so don't try to hide Mewis. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you weren't because all the freaking bottles that you had. Obviously, you weren't you weren't hiding from anybody, but you deserved it. You earned it, and you know you can drink all the beers you want as long as you stay, you know, healthy and safe for the season coming up. So Mewis, killer. Uh, Prince, dude, Prince on the right. On so my adjective for her was unstoppable. Literally, these girls cannot stop Prince on the right side. So imagine, like, you had freaking Muse on the left, Prince on the right, Prince going down the line, all the way down, putting those balls in, um, generated a lot of chances for the team, also had some shots on goal. Um, so yeah, Prince, just keep doing what you're doing. I think if we have this momentum going, I think we're going to have a great team coming up. You know, there's, they're saying that the NWSL wants to start, you know, uh, like the tournament back up here in a, maybe like in a month or two. Uh, so hopefully something, you know, they're able to get back into it. And, and hopefully this team can evolve, evolved in the past, no, evolve like towards the future to be a, a better team that, than what it is right now, right? Um, Groom, I put a fighter, you know, welcome to Groom Airlines, uh, Groom Air, right? Um, also, I think she had, I believe she had the same amount of goals as um, uh, Rachel had three goals. And you would think, um, you know, her, like, physically, she's not the biggest person out there. You know, she's not the biggest girl in the world. But this girl is a fighter. Like, you know, she's a little uh, skinny on the skinny side, you would think, right? But she does not back down from a fight. And, like, literally those goals that she, that she scored... Uh, the one that you know we all know about, like the meter, the air groom, uh, up high in the air, you know, pass from Rachel right into her, to her forehead, basically, and then the the final dagger here in the final, you know, being able to run around the goalie and stuff like that. And, you know, she was just a fighter. Um, Oyster, dude, my respects to oysters, Megan Oyster, oysters, Megan Oyster. Uh, I put down warrior for her because literally, I mean, broke. I don't know if it was broken completely, but people were saying that it, it was a fractured rib, bro. Let me just say this: ninety-five, no, not, not even ninety-five, ninety-nine point nine percent of men playing in the MLS's back tournament right now, if they would have had a fractured rib, they would have been at home right now, crying, not crying, but. They would have wussed out. And, like, you see freaking dudes, like, they have a thumb injury and they get out. And they sit down. Dude, Megan Oyster was playing a final. Busting her ass 
with a fractured rib. You don't see that a lot, especially from, I mean, I'm sorry like to make this comparison, but like from men, right? Men are super wusses when it comes to like, um, like injuries and playing with injuries. Like, oh, I rolled my ankle. You know, I'm going to sit out this game. It's like, come on, bro. Well, I mean, I completely understand, right? But I mean, I don't think, I think, I don't know. I just think it's badass that you were able to go out there and fight how you fought um, with a freaking fracture rib. So I pulled you down. I put you down as a warrior. Schmidt. Uh, that's a pretty funny name. I don't know if you guys seen New Girl. Schmitty. Schmidt. Funny guy. But Schmidt, you know, very, I put clinical. I should have put technical, right? Clinical seems kind of weird. Sounds kind of doctorish. But very technical. Uh, that penalty in the first half, first five minutes, pff, nothing, not even a freaking sweat. Just put it to the right of the go- to the left of the goalie. The wo- the goalie went right, just beautiful. And also fighting in the middle. I think she won like a whole bunch of a whole bunch of balls. Uh, the recovery that she had was was great. I mean, she basically held held down the middle. She played right in front of the line of four in the back. Very badass. Uh, control every ball. I mean the dynam- the sorry the dash played a really really good tournament. Like from beginning to end, they were pretty good defensively, other than the first game. Uh, but like they were pretty solid, pretty good. You know passes. Like I think as the tournament kept going, they were getting better and better w- with those passes, right? Um, and then the last one that I have on my list before I start just naming all of them is a Visali. Shout out to Visali. She actually liked my post. Sorry, I know I mentioned it, but I thought it was a great achievement for my part. I try to be funny in these uh, freaking tweet posts. I consider myself a somewhat of a comedian. I know I'm not that funny. My wife tells me that every day. But, you know, I try to be funny here and there. Uh, but Visali, other than me loving saying your name, because it sounds very Italian, Visali, um, I put you down as tough. Also, not another, not a big girl, and also a great dancer, by the way. Uh, not a big girl, uh, but this girl is tough as shit. Like, whenever I think, I mean, everybody has seen by now the way that she like stepped up to uh, to who was it? Uh, Vero, I think it is Vero Veronica or some shit from Spain, the Spanish girl from I think it was uh, who was she from? It doesn't matter because she's a loser. Well, I mean, in the in the game sense, right? She's not a loser because obviously she's playing. To, she's getting played to play soccer. I, I'm here sitting in my fat ass, literally putting the mic on my fat so I can record. Um, but uh, but yeah, Visali stepped up to her. I think I think Vero thought, you know, oh, she's little, she's gonna back out. But nah, she like literally stood up to her and she was like, "What's up, B? You know, what's up, B? Throw some hands." And Visali was ready to bear. I mean, she looked ready to throw down. So shout out to Visali. I put her down as tough, very tough. I honestly, I wouldn't fight. I wouldn't want to fight Visali. Um, let's see here. Let's go, dude. First, first, first of all, this is a ginormous name and it's very difficult. But Bridget, I think you know that you. You knew that this was coming, right? Bridget Andrew Zajewski. Zajewski? Jawaski? Hey, I apologize. I'm new to this. I promise I'll learn your name. I should have probably done this before, huh? Of course, Jane Campbell. Alicia Chapman. Chapman. Very good in the back. Um, Rachel Daly. Amanda Dennis. Uh, a goalkeeper. Uh, Jamea Field. 
Shia Groom, Haley Hansen, Lindsay Harris, Megan Kelly. Any relation to Megan Kelly? Just kidding, stupid joke. CZ Kaiser um, went in in the in the last in the uh, second half to hold it down. Veronica Lasco, uh, Kayla McCoy, Krista Mewis, uh, Christine Nairn, Kaylee Not Notten. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't say those names. But you actually did a really good job in the back. So shout outs to you. Megan Oyster, of course, and Michelle Prince, of course, on the right. Ali Prescott should play really good games on the first couple of games. On the, I think she played right back really good there. Cami uh, Privet, Sophie Smith, clinical, technical. Aaron Simon, Katie Stengel. I think she also played in the back really good. No, I'm tripping. She's a forward. I'm stupid. And then, of course, Brie Vizali. Um, 5-2. That's crazy. You're short, but you're tough as shit. So, shout-outs to you. You are the shortest one, I believe. 5'2". Dude, 5'2". I don't want I don't want to get hung up on that, but 5'2". And she was tough as shit. All right, but yeah, congratulations to all the ladies from the Dash. Uh, 2020 Challenge Cup. Can we say world champions? Whatever. World champions. I mean, shit. Baseball says that they're world champions and they don't play with anybody other than the freaking Canadian teams. So I guess we can say world champions for you too, right? Might as well. Take it. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and shut shut this chapter over for the NWSL slash. Also, NWSL, pretty badass the way you know you guys organized everything. 20, 20, no, I was going to say 20,000, but that's not true. 2,000 tests uh, for this COVID and crap. And no no positives whatsoever. Pretty good organization, or, organizing skills. Organiza- I mean, you guys are women. So, obviously, your organization is going to be a lot better than these, these clowns over here playing on TV, right? Uh, by these clowns, I mean the MLS. And by these clowns, I don't want to offend anybody. But, you know, it's not the NWSL. Also, dude, all these teams coming in. Badass, right? The Angel City, St. Louis, um, and hopefully more. Shit, I want this league to grow and, you know, get some competition, get some get some games going, you know? Um, and also, Thursday, don't forget, I'm actually going with my whole family. Um, I told my wife uh, we were going, so I was actually going to get, uh, I was planning to actually do an interview, but... Um, Unfortunately, the people are not. One of the guys is not available, but at the same time, it's cool because I'm able to go to to the to the stadium to to go celebrate uh, the first championship. So nice, uh, it worked out perfect. Uh, so another thing that I kind of want to talk about was I was I was going to talk about the Champions League, which is coming up here the seventh, not this weekend, but the next weekend. But I think I'm probably going to leave it for I don't know. I'll talk about it later. Or maybe talk about it now. Who knows? You know, you know when when I do these podcasts, I I go everywhere. So just bear with me. Um, uh, let's see. MLS is back. Let's talk about the MLS. Let's let's stay home. Let's talk about NWCL and the MLS. I'm not gonna talk about the Dynamo, so don't worry. Actually, I'm gonna talk about the Dynamo whenever I talk to to these two guys. That well, you you probably heard it. Uh, Oh shit, Cincinnati's beating Portland. Oh shit. Uh, but yeah. Um, 
MLS is crazy. Like I said, Dynamo. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk about Dynamo with Tony and Hector from Dynamo Fans for Change. So we're gonna leave uh, homeboys over here to the side for a minute. Uh, but they they have it coming. Don't worry, they got it coming. Uh, that's probably gonna be next week. Um, so be look be on the lookout for that one, and then also go look at that one. Go look at the previous episode that I did with them. I believe it's like episode 13, 14 maybe. Uh, I don't even know what episode this is, but it is what it is. Um, but let's talk about, dude, so many surprises. Columb- Columbus just lost. I had Columbus winning the whole thing. And I was shocked. Uh, just because, well, I don't know if, I didn't think Minnesota was going to be this strong, to be honest. I mean, they tied uh, 1-1, and they beat them in penalties. But it is, you know, a win to win, right? Um, so penalties it is. Um they're going over there and they're playing. Let me just pull up here who's going to be playing these uh, these quarterfinals because they they got interesting. San Jose beat uh, Real Salt Lake, I believe, um, last night. Um, and then uh, what's his face? Um, Seattle lost 5-2 to uh, LAFC. LAFC seems like the candidate now. Uh, just because they're freaking wrecking everybody. Yeah, San Jose beat Real Salt Lake 5-2. Uh, LAFC beat, actually, Seattle 4-1. Minnesota just beat Columbus. Cincinnati, right, right now as I speak, I don't know if it's going to change, beat, uh, it was beating uh, Portland. Uh, Kansas City beat Vancouver in those penalties. How about that kid, the, the, the goalie? I can't think of his name right now. Hassan Hatai? I don't know, something like that, with an H. That dude was saving everything. I mean, he's a good-looking kid too. Um, so he's gonna get a lot of uh, a lot of clout. Is that a word? I don't know. I don't know what what that means. I just said it. Uh, NYFC. Surprisingly, I had Toronto also uh, playing in the final against uh, Columbus. They beat. Uh, sorry, NYNC beat Toronto, and then the Union beat New England one zero. And then Orlando over here also uh, beating uh, Montreal. So that's going to be interesting to see how this is going to play out. Let me see. Um, I don't have this ready. But this is how you know I'm not a professional. But yeah, the next game that's coming up on 7.30. I think today's at 29th if I'm not mistaken. Let me see. I can't use my phone because my phone's recording. Yeah, today's the 28th. So in two days, we'll have Philadelphia supporting Kansas City. That's going to be a good game. I think, all, well, of course, all these games are going to be good because it's literally the last of the last. Orlando's playing LAFC, another good one. San Jose is killing everybody right now. They're playing Minnesota. Hopefully, we'll see how that happens. And NYFC uh, is playing, I believe, the winner of this one, of Portland-Cincinnati. So... Yeah, of course, because that's the last game left. But MLS is getting interesting. I mean, honestly, I didn't think it was going to be this interesting. Um, I was actually going to stop watching after the Dynamo lost. But I was like, nah, let, let's, you know, I haven't watched soccer in like four months. You know, let me just stay with the with the home with the home league here. And also, let, that's a good segue, because I wanted to talk about how shitty the other leagues are. And I'm not saying, like, obviously, I you know, you probably were like, what? Like, is he really saying that the MLS is better than the other leagues? Um, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it is more competitive than the other leagues. And hear me out. 
um, because here I'm going to pull up a search of MLS champions and then that's going to give me a should give me a list but let me just tell you what I found out a couple of days ago so Juventus of course if you have not been living under a rock whoa that was a burp I apologize if you heard that water break Sorry. Uh, so Juventus won their ninth year in a row. And you're like, God, Lee, bro. Like, nine years in a row you're winning championships? Like, that's freaking stupid. Am I right? Um, well, I mean, it's not that it's stupid, but it's just like, how uncompetitive is this league that for nine, year in, nine years in a row, the same team has been winning this goddamn trophy? Like, I'm looking back. Like, let me just sit back and think about, let me think about what I was doing nine years ago. Nine years ago, first of all, I didn't have any kids. I have three now. I've been busy. Um, let's see, what was nine years ago? Now it's 2020, 2011, if I'm not mistaken. Dude, I was fresh out of high school. Well, not fresh, but, you know, two years out of high school. Graduated 2009, 2011, two years out of high school. I was probably still working a shitty job somewhere. Yeah, dude, like I can't even remember how the. How, so I'm 28 right now. Minus nine is what? 19, dude. I was 19. I, I don't. I don't even think I was dating my wife. No, because we've been together seven years. Seven years. She'd probably kill me if she's listening to this. Good thing she doesn't listen to my stuff, right? Um, she's my number one fan, but she doesn't listen to my to my podcast. You know, but that's another story. Probably, I don't think you care about this. But yeah, dude, nine years ago, it was a whole different, like, I was in a whole different life. Dude, I have an apartment now with freaking, like, kids are sleeping right here on the other side of this wall. Like, that's just mind-blowing. Portland just tied 1-1, by the way. Um, mind-blowing stuff. And these this dudes have been winning the league for nine years straight. Like, that makes no sense. And then also, so that's the Italian league, you know. Personally, I don't really follow the Italian League. It's kind of boring to me. Um, and then, then you go to the next boring league, which I thought it was going to be interesting, but which was the German League. Bayern Munich has been winning the league for the past eight years. Same exact thing. What the hell are we doing? What's up with all these teams being not... Like, is anybody fighting for these titles? Like... Eight years in a row, like, you guys have a, a monopoly on these cups. Like, this is just disgusting. Like, what, what are we doing, Germany? What are we doing, Italy? And then you're like, oh, well, let's just look at the, the other leagues. And then you're like, well, let's let's check out the, 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 the French league. I was going to say the Paris league. The French league, which has been freaking monopolized by PSG. PSG has won seven of the last eight cups. What in the heck is going on in Paris? I mean, I've, I I think I know. And if you're watching this video, you should know too. It's money. Um, and then you're like, well, it can't be that bad going into the freaking Spanish league. And I apologize to all my uh, Barca fans, Barca, Barca fans, and all my Real Madrid fans. This might hurt your butt a little bit, but don't get butt hurt. But 15... 15 out of the last 16 league titles have been won by either Real Madrid 
or Barcelona. Bro, come on. Come on. I Honestly, I, I've never seen these numbers like this. And, and I apologize to Juan. Juan, the only Juan from, from Peña uh, Madridista here in Houston. He has become a really good friend. Um, and also Victor from, from the, uh, the Houston Cooles. But, I mean, I don't want to talk down. But you know how people, some people say he's a two-horse race? Like, honestly, the numbers are not lying. I'm not a numbers guy myself. I'm terrible with numbers. But, dude, 15 out of the 16 years, two teams have only won this goddamn cup. Like, give people a chance. Um, and this, this is what the point that I'm trying to make. Because then... You're like, okay, well, you know, there's one more league left, which is the Premier League. And the Premier League, it's it's a little bit more competitive. Um, Manchester City tried to monopolize it, but I think there's a good mix of, of like, big teams in in England. So out of the last eight years, five different teams have won the Premier League, which is... Which is pretty cool because that's what you want from a cup. That's what you want from from a tournament. That a bunch of teams, and you really don't know who's gonna win it. So like the last years, the last eight years, yeah, I'm gonna name them out: Liverpool, City, City, Manchester City, Manchester City, Chelsea, then Leicester. Uh, I can never say this, bro. These names are gonna kill me. Like I want to go to England so bad to watch a game, but I think they'll probably kick me out because I can't pronounce half of the, the damn names. Leicester, Leicester City. You guys know the ones with the, with the little fox on the, on the freaking thing, on the chest, uh, on the chest, on the crest. Uh, Leicester City, then Chelsea again, City, and then United. United hasn't won in freaking eight years. It's about time United does something. Uh, they made it to the Champions League, so I guess that's that, right? But um, I mean that's that's pretty good. I always thought to myself that the Premier League was probably the better league out of all the European leagues and I think this confirms it because the numbers obviously don't lie right so uh, but then now let's look at the MLS the MLS this is what we got so Sounders were the last ones Atlanta before that ATL Toronto before then then Sounders again Timbers Galaxy Kansas City Galaxy Galaxy Colorado Rapids we also like Columbus Crew, and that's going all the way to, and then 2007, of course, Dynamo, Dynamo, Galaxy again, DC United, Earthquakes, Galaxy, Earthquakes, Wizards, well, I'm going too far, but literally in the f- last, let's just do the last eight years since we're doing eight, we have seen Sounders, Atlanta, Toronto, Sounders again, Portland Timbers, Galaxy, Sporting Kansas City. Yeah, that Sporting Kansas City is where? 2013. So yeah, so in the last six years, five teams have five different teams. That's pretty good. I mean, like like I said, I'm not saying the MLS is the best league out there, but it's for sure one of the most competitive ones. Like, and I think that's why. Like, and like, yes, we're adding more teams, but I think that's the beauty of it. Like, I think if you're not a if you're not an MLS uh, fan, um, and you listening? I don't know if you. I don't know if you would listen because if you're not an MLS fan, why would you listen to an MLS podcast, right? But this is a soccer podcast, so listen to my podcast. Comment, subscribe, and all that crap, right? But um, but yeah, like 
this is a competitive league. Like, the numbers don't lie. Um, so, I don't know what point I'm trying to make. But it, all I'm trying to say is that the MLS has a very good potential of becoming one of the better leagues in the in the world. Um, I believe that right now we're probably in the top 10, if not in the top 5. And that's a statement right there because you do have, like, the Argentinian League, the Brazilian League that are pretty strong. Uh, but other than that, like, uh, well, I guess you can say the Mexican League is pretty strong. Um, just because they have the, the, the money to pay for some players. But, I mean, I think, I I guess it's, it's safe to say top 10. not Maybe not top 5, but top 10. Um because because just because of the bear like of the basic numbers like Italian league has been monopolized by Juventus uh German league has been monopolized by uh Bayern Munich French league has been monopolized by PSG uh Barcelona Real Madrid basically monopolized the Spanish league and the Premier League is like the most competitive one out of European leagues um and then other than that I mean of course we live in America or the United States, but you know, of course, we follow this league, right? But compared to all the other leagues, we are very, very competitive. Like, you have teams like coming up here and there. I mean, I'm surprised LAFC hasn't won. I mean, of course, they're pretty new, right? But I think LAFC will win a cup in the next two to three years. Um, who else? Uh, who else can, can we think of that is going to be good? Uh, Columbus Crew has a, an amazing team. I thought they were going to win this tournament. Shit, Minnesota is giving everybody a run for their money, of course. Uh, let's look at the last teams. Philadelphia, the, also, they haven't been lucky, but, I mean, they've been having pretty solid teams lately. Um, who else? Uh, San Jose. San Jose, I mean, I was thinking Columbus was going to win it, but now San Jose, I think, is going to win it. Those were my, my two my two, my two, two teams that I had to win it all. If Columbus wasn't going to win it, it was going to be San Jose. So, it seems like how San Jose is leaning towards that. So, I'll be rooting for that. And even though it has Almeida, which, as a Boca Juniors fan, I'm supposed to hate, right? But, it is what it is. But, um, I'm not going to talk about the... the also, the, the end of the Premier League was pretty cool. Um, pretty nerve-wracking. But also, uh, when the time comes, uh, I have a... I consider him a friend... I mean, I don't know if he does, but we chatted once or twice. Uh, Paul from from uh, Wolves Houston, he's working on, on a new project, and whenever that comes out, I'll make sure that I let you guys know. Um, but yeah, um, we'll see what what happens next. Uh, I'm just gonna leave it at there. I think I, I rambled for a long ass time, but yeah, my two my two topics for today were about how the MLS is growing; it's very competitive now. And then, of course, the ladies are killing it. So, don't forget, come celebrate with everybody, uh, and come, you know, come have fun. Um, it's gonna be quick because everybody's gonna be on their cars, but you know, let's let's just have fun in a responsible manner so we can freaking get rid of this whatever thing that's going on. And I really want to go back to a freaking stadium. Like, ah, I miss it so much. But um, especially now that I was able to actually go into the freaking matches, and and live it as a in a two and like in a new total, different way as a as a media member. Um, but yeah, once again, shout out to to the to the dash. Um, hopefully, hopefully you guys enjoyed the time, and hopefully we get to enjoy more time with you guys as fans. Uh, but other than that, don't forget follow the podcast Cuatro Cuatro Dos. 
Don't forget to like, subscribe, and do all that. I'm trying to get to 100. I am nowhere close to that on the YouTube channel. So if you can help a brother out, that would be great. I really appreciate that. Um, and then, yeah, I got nothing else. And don't forget to follow your boy also if you're looking for some mediocre jokes. Uh, Chris Putalia. C-R-I-S-P-U-T-A-L-L-A-Z. And then Zebra. And then Q-U-A-T-T-R-O, Q-U-A-T-T-R-O-D-O-S for 4-4-2. And yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I know it was, a, it was a lot, but you know, hopefully you guys stick with me. And thank you for, for listening. If you have any, uh, I don't know, anything you want to say, don't forget, leave it in the comments or just hit me up and, and stuff like that. I'm looking for, for people to do interviews. So if you know anybody or if you want to jump in, hit me up. We'll do, we'll do something together. So peace out. See you guys later. Have fun, be safe, don't be stupid, and let me go ahead and shut it down. See you guys later. Bye-bye.